0: this is wwe superstar kurt hawkins aka brian myers the host of the major wrestling figure podcast and guess what you're listening right now to the a-team podcast enjoy the show
1: Ever. <laughs> Welcome to the 18 Podcast, everyone. Oh, yeah. This is Joe. Hi, I'm Brian. This is an outtake. <laughs> oh, this is too
0: good to be an outtake. Oh, that's it. How we are you? it. We got it. We nailed
1: it. This is episode four of the 18 Podcast, Grappling for a New Hope. We are coming to you live from Eatontown, New Jersey, from a shared podcast you reverse <laughs> something like that. Let's yeah. do it. It's it's good. This, that, this is why we can't do retakes.
0: <laughs> never do retakes, boys, but this is awesome. So Brian, say stuff. All right. As
2: always, we are going to be uh taking various topics in pop culture, and different items that we like and don't like and talking about the best, talking about the worst of them. Uh We're going back to an original format after mixing it up with hosts, mixing it up with uh, an 80s episode last time, and we're just going to see where this one takes us. So before we even begin, uh, we have a couple of drinks here that these two made me hunt down to find. Uh, Joe, can you tell us what we're drinking today? Well, since this is a wrestling podcast, (laughs) (laughs) I can't stress enough, it is not. We're drinking some uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA, 6.7%. All right. Now, tell us how this one came about, Eamon. You're the one that found it. Mm, That's good. It's delicious.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um, Since this is a wrestling podcast, (laughs) I listen to a lot of (laughs) other wrestling podcasts for inspiration, and they talk a lot about this beer, and it's only been available on the West Coast until recently, and New Jersey is one of the places it is now recently available, so we made Brian hunt it down, and that's why we have it here, because we wanted to try it.
2: Yeah. So we went to a very shady uh, store in Hazlitt, but I found it. He had to miss two days of work, too. So. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> the story with it is...
1: you got fired.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Broken Skull IPA, a badass 6.7 India Pale Ale designed by Steve Austin and ESBC for the working man. And Chinook hops to deliver. Stop reading and start enjoying this beer. Cheers, Steve. So I think with that in mind, we're going to start with uh, our first topic is going to be domestic beers, our best and our worst domestic beers. Uh, Joe, let's start with you. What's the best domestic beer? Hmm. The best, <laughs> the best domestic beer I would say is Blue Moon. <laughs> Why is Blue Moon the best? Um, it is a good alcohol percentage. It's over five percent. It's delicious. It's got the taste of orange. And do you normally get it with the orange slice? Yeah. That's one time I'll mix fruit with a beer. Did you pick that one? What about because... if they have
1: blueberries? <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, did you pick that one
1: because you know Eamon really likes it, and you just wanted to I, cut I, him off?
2: I do know I'm stealing his answer, but it is my favorite too. All right, what about you, Eamon?
1: I, I it is not my answer. I, I like to go with an IPA. I like hazy New England style IPAs, and I don't know if this is widely available around the country or not, since it's a Pennsylvania brewery, but it's easy to get in Pennsylvania. I think you can never go wrong with the uh, Victory Cloud Walker Hazy Juicy IPA. Big fan of that
2: one. It's a uh, 6.8. It's delicious. Yeah. You can get it here. I'm living in the uh, Eatontown, Red Bank area, and we can get it here. It's good. So. Nice. I'm going to go with, uh, even though I know there's a partnership with Ross Brewing here, so I apologize, but I'm going with uh, Kane Head High. Uh, Kane is a brewery down in Ocean, New Jersey, about five, mi- six miles from here. When I first moved here, I always wanted to try all the local stuff, and I really like that one. It's a uh, an IPA, good alcohol content, about I think it's a six point three. And actually, uh, I always like the idea of uh, Cane Head High because after we recorded our very first episode of the Eighteen Podcast, remember this is a clip show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, play we, the clip. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the Cane Brewery to celebrate, and Ming oh, yeah. somehow, by the time we got there, already had the uh, episode on air. He did it in like twenty minutes. So I just remember having a head high with you guys after our first episode, and it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for worst domestic beers, uh, I have an idea of what you guys are going to pick, so I'm going to go somewhere different. I'm going to go with Dewclaw's Sweet Baby Jesus. It is a... Is that por- the pe- no, that's not the peanut butter one, is it? It is. Okay. It's a chocolate peanut butter porter. It's as gross as it sounds. And I remember when I first moved into my place in Philly, uh, Smash Pad, as you guys remember, <laughs>
1: um, I don't know what you're talking about.
2: My uh, my one buddy got me a case of that as like a housewarming present. Had half a sip of one and thought it was absolutely gross. I was trying to pawn it off on anyone who came to visit, and it took like a year to get rid of it because everyone hated them. So I don't know if you guys are like porters, but I can't stand chocolate beers. I don't like porter beers, and chocolate peanut butter just sounds awful to me. I agree with that assessment. I don't uh-huh. like any kind of different taste in there. Have you ever had that one? No.
1: Stay away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I had it. I had it on tap once, and uh, I was in Gettysburg, which is not too far from Maryland where Duclaw is. So all their beers were on tap, and I figured I would try it, and it was gross.
2: When I think of worse domestic beer, I think of Budweiser um, because when I was a kid, that's what your dad and your uncles all drank. And then when you start underage drinking in the woods, that's what you get. You go buy Budweiser, and it's usually warm because you didn't have any source of refrigeration. So that was my introduction to drinking beer, drinking gross Warm Budweisers. Was that your very first beer? A Budweiser? Uh, I'm not sure, but quite possibly. Okay. Amen. Yinglin. It's terrible.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) I thought one of you was gonna say that. I thought we were all gonna say it. Yeah. Any any discerning beer drinker should say it. It's it's terrible. I do not understand why it is so popular, why people praise it, they think it's great. You go to Florida, people order it like it's some kind of fancy import. It is the worst beer I've ever tasted. It tastes bad.
2: Isn't it high calorie content too? High calories, low alcohol.
1: High calorie low alcohol. alcohol, bad taste, and it makes me feel not good either. I, I drink one or two of those and my stomach starts bothering me. It's gross. Well,
2: now I'm just curious with you, I asked him, what was your first beer you ever had? Brand? I don't even know what that you is. You know what? I'd I like to amend my answer. My <laughs> you know what a brand name? My first- <laughs> oh, bro- I thought literally brand <laughs> yeah. was the name of the beer. I was like, what? My first overindulgence was Red Dog. Remember that? Like they yeah. came out in like the mid '90s, and they really did a lot of can. yeah advertising, and it just went away. Is it the Simpsons Red Tick beer <laughs> needs, more, needs more dog. I,
1: I think mine was Coors Extra Gold. Okay, I'm not positive.
2: Mine was Beast. It was disgusting. Milwaukee's
1: best. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they're all better than Yingling. <laughs> <laughs> Bad, so, all right. What well, about this beer? What's the consensus, because yeah, so We're I, all tasting it for the first
2: time. Joe, let, let's hear you start. What do you think? I think it's delicious. It's good. It's perfect for a wrestling podcast. Absolutely, which is what we are. <laughs> I think, uh, no, this is good. My my wife, I, I got these yesterday. They were all just staring at me in the fridge last night. I said I wouldn't open one up and have one until I was at the studio with you guys. So my wife, to taunt me, went grabbed one and drank it right in front of me.
1: And then he immediately <laughs> texted us, <laughs> and I rolled the tear.
2: Yeah. And then she gave me a stunner afterward, and it was awful. <laughs> Shocker? Stunner. Your stunner. kids listen to this. <laughs> All right. Switching notes from that. Um- Why would you want to?
1: Everybody Keep on this right here. Yeah. <laughs> that is Michael Zapsic chiming in. We are fortunate or unfortunate. We can't tell yet. It just you're, started. You're
0: pretty unfortunate. Don't worry <laughs> so- about it. I'm I, I was actually here just to vacuum the floors and take out the trash and you know Ming's like oh crap we got people coming in you got so, the trash here yeah so uh, <laughs> if you guys want to help me take out some garbage a little bit later after the podcast is over I'd appreciate I'll it. I'll throw out the yardley trash <laughs> You should have thrown out that peanut butter and chocolate I Oh know. my god why weren't you chucking that like off the roof it was disgusting It's it was, of course yeah. it was disgusting yeah. you don't you don't no. mix it's like hey I've got this uh, remember currant jelly currant no mm-hmm. there's like jelly and it's like currant which is like black currants or like little yeah. raisins sex jelly yeah well you wish that that's probably better use of it than on your toast it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so gross so I, i'm sorry i, I didn't mean it no no in there, but- join in join in anytime you want um
2: all right, it's an odd transition from sex jelly to this, but wanted to talk about the happiest place on earth because Joe just got back from Disney World, and <laughs> um, so we've we've all been to Disney a few times. I know Joe just uh, got back recently with his family. How was the trip? It was delightful. It was awesome. My kids did not fight with each other. That's good. We had a good trip. Did you bring all three? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I wanted to uh, talk about what we think the best and what we think the worst Disney World rides are. I'm pretty sure Eamon's been to Disney more than the two of us combined, so we're going to start with him and his expertise on this.
1: It's, that's a tough call because there are a lot of fantastic rides.
2: Um, you got to think, like, are you going some of the new cool rides? Are you going with the nostalgia factor? Like, there's a lot to think about well, with that.
1: that. And that's where I struggle. N- Nostalgia-wise, I'm going to pick three rides, so you guys are going to be your turn.
2: <laughs> I'm going to name them
1: all. <laughs> but, but you're so prepared, as always. <laughs> I brought a book that lists all the rides. I'm just going to read it out loud. Now, I, from nostalgia, I would, I would probably personally go with either Splash Mountain or Haunted Mansion. Both great rides for various reasons. Um, but I am going to go because it's the most amazing ride I've ever been on. And I, hate, I literally hate Avatar. <laughs> I, I don't understand why people like it. I don't understand why it's popular. It
2: insists upon itself.
1: It is terrible. <laughs> but... Avatar at um, Animal Kingdom. New ride there as of a couple years ago. It's called... If you were just there, what's it called? Flight of... Flight F- of the Concord? <laughs> Flight of Passage, I think it might be called. Anyway. Flight Navigator. of
2: the Navi? I don't know. Flight of Navigator. <laughs>
1: um, it's one of those rides where you're in the 3D kind of almost virtual reality kind of situation. And you really can't even tell you're not... It feels so real. And unless you turn around and look at the room behind you or catch it in your peripheral vision, you can't even tell you're on a ride. You sit on a thing that's supposed what do you call those stupid looking bird dragons? They fly on an avatar. No, it idea. doesn't matter. You sit on one of those things and it breathes underneath you and you get water in your face and stuff. It's, it's hyper realistic. And it is the most amazing ride I've ever been on. I wish it were for something cool.
2: All right. Mike, you got anything on this?
0: I, I was gonna say it was Mac and me. That's the that was the name of the ride. Mac oh, and me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is that that old?
1: That's a movie Nobody with family, man, right? I my yeah. <laughs> the e. T. And
0: The ET yeah. ripoff. You ever
1: see that?
2: The kids in a wheelchair, and uh, it's an ET ripoff. And like, there's like a commercial for McDonald's in the movie.
0: Yeah, it's it's all.
1: Wait, that's why it's time. called Mac. Mac, yeah.
0: And yeah. Mac- and no, I well, know, no, no. The kid's name is Mac, but they're no, like. But that that could be some cross pollination there with Mac for McDonald's. Yeah, they're like they. Can we get our? We're willing to do product placement, but we'd really like our name in, even if you shorten it. But uh, one of the funniest things is that um, Paul Rudd, when it, whenever he goes on Conan, he always shows a clip of Mac and in that? Then, No matter what movie he's promoting, it's yeah. it is amazing, yeah. and it's like for 15 years he's been doing yeah. this joke, and it never gets old. I mean, even the second time, you're like, wait a minute, that's. That doesn't look like this is 40. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. A, a little kid in a, a wheelchair <laughs> and his brake, you know, brakes and he goes over a cliff. That's awesome. That's one of those movies that like almost goes so far that it's bad, it starts to be good. Oh, yeah. It crosses that line. That cult classic. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Getting back, I also agree with the, the Haunted Mansion. That's It's a classic ride and you can't
2: hate it. That's a good one. I'm going to go with, uh, again, I the Nostalgia Factors, but I think I'm going to go with Soarin' in Epcot. <laughs> nostalgia. It's not a nostalgia one. Like the, I, oh, I, man. I remember. I remember back in 2018. No, I said I like the nostalgia <laughs> ones, but I got to go away from that because I thought Soarin' was just a great ride. Uh, I've, I've never been on the Avatar one.
1: Avatar takes the concept of soaring and just
2: it's yeah, crazy. I haven't been to Disney <laughs> in four years, so I, I've, I haven't seen shocks it. it. Shocks it. Shocks it. No, I like what, what you were saying with uh. <laughs> So we're just going to keep going with that. Wrestling. We? Yeah. Got it. That's our thing. <laughs> um, now, I like Soren because, you know, as you know, you're like – you feel like you're actually almost, I guess, like a hang glider or something like that. And you're going through all these different scapes and all. And it's yeah. got that, that very Disney feel of like they just go that extra mile. Like they pipe in some smells for you. You get all these different – I wish there were more smells. There's never enough. Yeah. No, I mean, like, you, there's (laughs) a Philadelphia. (laughs) No, you smell elephants. It's like a really strong smell, but there's not much, there's not much else.
0: Wait a minute. Did you say Philadelphia, the ride? (laughs) You you, you have to actually smell Tom Hanks, like, deteriorating. It's like, oh my God. Everybody's
2: got to wear an oversized baseball cap.
0: (laughs) I smell copsy sarcoma. What the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Um,.
2: No, I like Soren. One, I also, because I like that it's in an Epcot, and Epcot's my favorite of the, I agree, the yes. places. Why? Because you can drink around the world. Yeah, I knew that's what you were going to say. Well, that's why I also wanted to ask, because before we get
1: to Joe's favorite ride, did you drink around the world? You told us you were going to. We're starting uh, to sound a lot like a beer and wrestling podcast,
2: <laughs> and those already exist. I did not, uh, I did not, well, I drank a lot around the world, but I don't think I, I didn't hit every place. It's okay. too many. And I, you know what I didn't like? They, Mexican beer? No, there was like a lot of $5 beers, but they were like real tiny little cups. I like a big cup of beer. Okay. A big so. Budweiser for you. A yeah. <laughs> big <laughs> cup back. What was your favorite ride? Or my, what is your favorite my ride? My favorite ride is and has always been the um, Tower of Terror. <laughs> Why is that? I, I love the feeling of falling. Like that feeling in your gut that you get. Mm-hmm. And that's like the best ride for that type of feeling.
1: You must really enjoy this episode so far. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he said fall, enough failing. <laughs> um, all right. So then for worst Disney ride... I'm going to go with, I'm not even sure you can consider it a ride. It's more like a station, but Swiss Family Robinson's Treehouse, you kind of just walk through the area. Like it technically is called a ride, but it's not called, nobody calls that a ride. No, It is <laughs> like, it's still like one of the attractions. Like if you're using your fast pass, it's considered a ride, not no, an attraction, not. isn't it? No. I actually don't think that's that bad. Like you I walk like through it, it pretty it's cool. quick. It's like a treehouse. There's never there's, a line. There's, there's yeah. so much else to do there. I just don't think that there's a lot. Like okay, I walked through this. When like, I was you, just,
1: you, you walk through it. I think that counter. i saying like I don't ride. think it
2: looks cool even when you walk through it. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. it. Also, like that, Tom Sawyer's Island is really underrated. You can walk through caves and stuff and look at like hold, there's like gun like places where you can hold a gun and like point it at the people in the boat.
1: <laughs> Joe's a big militia fan. Yeah. Clearly, yeah.
2: What's the worst for you then? My worst. Right? Well, I'd just say as a general premise, I've learned this from my last trip is the. The older a ride is, the more likely it's to be bad. And the newer ride is, the more likely it's to be good. Like, they just, they don't age well. Like, I did a, it's at Universal, but I did an E.T. ride, which is, like, We're talking about Disney I rides. It. I love that ride. I uh, love the E.T. ride, too. It says it was, your name at the end. I thought it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, But I guess I'd have exactly. to say, like, it's a small world. I got stuck on there, and it was just, like, it was, like, painful. Yeah. that's
1: Dumbo's the worst ride at Disney World. They build it up. You know it's new now? It's still the worst ride yeah. there's always a, a long line. you have to stand out in the sun you're not in a heat in a uh, air conditioned uh, place at all and it's just it's just a ride where you go up and fly around in a circle See, outside think, you're not even inside I
2: think if anything, I think it's in a tent now Dumbo, just... you at least get that nostalgia <laughs> factor because it was one of the like more recent or it was one of the like Original rides there, whereas the Aladdin ride at Disney World—it's the exact same thing as Dumbo. You're and, just on a magic carpet. And it's a newer ride too. And it's a newer yeah, ride, that's... and you don't get that nostalgia. Like Dumbo's a classic. thing. Yeah, but all right. <laughs> One thing I was wondering was, uh, <laughs> my friends and I, when we were in college, we used to joke around that when we got drunk, we were all kind of like a different Disney World ride. So I thought about it. Who were you? Two. Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was always Space Mountain. I'm up, down, all around, Come but the on. lights are out. Ric Flair? I'm Space Mountain. You're not Space Mountain. I, decided- I know You're Space Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. You're
0: not- hey. I know you. You're not
2: Space hey. Mountain. Hey. I would put that as my worst. Space, right. Mountain. Space Mountain. Yeah, because it doesn't do ride. anything. It's, that's, it's like, your great combination ride. It's a great of a ride. super long wait for like a really mediocre roller coaster. I don't like it. No. no. So, anyway, I thought about what you guys are like. When you're drinking, when you're drunk for uh, a ride, oh, that should be good. And I decided, Amon, you talk about right yeah, Amon, you're the teacups. You're you're very basic with the sense that if you, you have a, a basic beer, bitch, if you have a beer or two, it's whatever. But the more you put in, the crazier it's gonna get, and you're a little more more loose as you're going. Joe, on the other hand, he's Splash Mountain. He's fine, he's fine, he's fine. Then all of a sudden, he's drunk and he's usually pissing something, so it's Piss- wet. <laughs> You have to pee every five minutes when you're drinking. I would say you would be the bippy bobby boutique.
1: Because
2: <laughs> I'm the bell of the ball? Exactly. <laughs> Especially when you get drunk. You don't think that those are accurate? Eamon, do you think Joe's is accurate at least? I've never pissed myself. I do get nervous that <laughs> like you piss
1: yourself, but you, have, you there's, there's wetness involved. I do get a little wet yeah. every time I'm with Joe. Why is there wetness involved in me
2: drinking? Uh, I spill stuff. All right. But I didn't think that you meant that. Okay. You're always in a splash zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's uh, move on. I think the next one we're going to do... Songs about
1: butts. Before we get into songs about butts, can sure. I just kind of pull back the curtain a little bit. Weren't you supposed to play Stone Cold's theme song when we opened these beers? (laughs) Joe actually volunteered to do it, if you remember. And I said, Joe, it would be so great if you contributed
2: just the littlest bit to this podcast. When he didn't do it, I wasn't going to call him out on air, but thank God someone did.
1: I called you out, but you're right. Joe did volunteer He volunteered to do it, and I said, we just needed something (laughs) from you. Sorry, guys.
2: You're looking it up now. Well, it's not going to work at this point. I'll get it. I'll
0: I'll do the sound effects of you guys opening up three beers, so it's no (laughs) big
1: deal. Oh, man, he played the Stone Cold Creamery theme song. (laughs) All right, well, while Joe's doing that, we'll we'll see if we can close out with that later on. We think any good wrestling podcast host would have that ready to go. Yeah,
2: go ahead. So we're going to move on to songs about butts. Um, I don't know why this came about as one of our topics, but... uh, we just—I know he I made the I make topics, and I don't know why this one came out. Uh, but I thought it would be funny. I thought that there'd be a lot of them. However, when we asked Joe, he was only to come up with one song. Joe, can you tell us what your song is? Well, the probably the most famous butt song, "Baby Got Back." And that is by whom? Sir Mix-a-Lot. I actually had the—I think I had the single. Now, was there anything about that song that made you think that that's the best or it's literally the only one you could think it, of? It was the only one I could think of. And I think it came out in 1992 because I remember actually listening to it at a friend's house and we were like doing it in secret. Like, like didn't want his parents to know because it was like a semi-dirty song.
1: It was about butts. You're drinking Budweiser's in the woods, listening to the yeah. Got <laughs> All right.
2: And I and I honestly didn't understand, and I, to some degree I don't still. Like, why? This is going to become an anatomy class. No, why it was good to have a big butt. The like. butt is in the back. Middle no, in the middle. It's yeah. got much back. Yeah, like, like it was never good to have a big butt before that song. And then it was celebrated, and I just, I didn't get it. Sir mix had Joe's one. Joe's been
1: growing his butt out ever since.
2: <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot hadn't. If you can consider it. One other hit. Do you know what it was? Mm. No. My posse? Oh, that's I like, can put him on the glass. Ah.
1: Uh, well.
2: Which is basically a hockey song. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's basically baby got back just for the front. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Put him on the glass? Ah, the top front? Yeah. You'll get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, Amen, what do you got?
1: I thought you were gonna play it. Well I'm gonna play it, but can you say what it is? <laughs>
2: Fat bottom girls, my queen. Oh, oh, Alright, Eamon, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, for anyone listening <laughs> and the the three people who listen, um <laughs> We never know what each other's answers are. It's just whenever there's going to be something for a song, I do ask the other guys to text me their answers. And Eamon sent that one, and I had to change my answer because that was going to be mine. That is an absolute classic. Why did you pick it?
1: Why don't you tell me why you were going to pick it? <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're just going to steal my answer, aren't you? <laughs> I like Queen. I think they're a great band. And um, I don't know. I still think, like even Joe said, he felt weird listening to Baby Got Back and had to like hide it when you know he's having his Budweiser's in the forest um but fat bottom girls is queen i still think that you could even have that song on when like your parents were in or something like that. my kids
1: listen to that song really Mm -hmm. all right so is that why you like it well i agree with everything you said it's like listening to a mirror (laughs) but um the other thing that's cool about that song is queen has done this with other songs too where they They take one song and then another song and somehow thematically link them until you're not even sure if you're listening to the same song. What does that go with? Um, Bicycle? Ride My Bicycle. Ah. Or Bicycle. Is that Uh, what? Yeah. So they've done it twice. Yeah, so they play. They'll play that song on the radio, and they'll go right in the bicycle. Yeah, and you think it's all one song. What's the other one that they did that with? Is it, "We Will Rock You"? Until we were the, we the champions. We are the champions. Yeah, that is no, a good. True. That is a good blend. And even in "Fat Bottom Girls," they have a, a line where it says, "Get on your bike and ride." And I think the cover of the single had a fat bottom girl on a bicycle. That's the best place for a fat bottom girl to be. All
2: right. <laughs> um, So mine kind of takes me back to uh, middle school, and uh, since I haven't told you guys yet, I'll just play it instead. Joe, do you know the song? The thong song? That's right.
1: I actually predicted that you were gonna pick this song. Really? Why? How did you know that? Because you wear thongs.
2: This song came out from Cisco's uh, Unleash the Dragon um, album from 1999. So I was in like seventh grade then. I you know, just learned what a thong was. And <laughs> the song, as it says, is very scandalous. It was kind of the same thing that you had with, uh, you know, you felt weird like being able to play that song anywhere near like parents or something like that. And I certainly <laughs> couldn't in my family. We were very conservative. So I loved that song. I still think it's a great song. And the music video is hilarious. When I was actually in basic training, we were told we were given a list of things we were gonna be issued and one of the things was thongs. Seriously? Yeah. And do you know what you know what thongs means? It means something else too. Um, sandals? Yeah, it was flip flops. Yeah. For like taking a shower. Yeah. But everybody thought it was like the underwear.
1: <laughs> and Joe was concerned that he didn't get any. Joe <laughs> <laughs> so was like, Don't worry, I brought my own. <laughs> but this is why I joined <laughs> up, guys.
0: <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> Uh, Mike, do you
2: got anything about
0: <laughs> songs about butts? Well, since I came in a little bit late on this one, uh, you, I, you can do MC Hammer's. I like Big Butts. Come on. That's that's a classic. MC mm-hmm. Hammer?
2: I didn't know Hammer had one. Hammer did have Oh, one. Bumps and Rumps. Hold on. <laughs> is, that, is that MC Hammer? Because I had some other ones on the list that I wasn't sure for best. I mean, I still have a worst to go, but like I was really considering like very heavily, which... I, Surprised that you didn't pick was "Rumshaker." Shaker.
1: I, I surprised myself by not picking that song because I completely forgot about it. And okay. then I Joe, like the other day, when I was talking to him about this particular category, and he said, isn't there only one song about butts? And we looked up songs about butts and "Rumshaker" Shaker was one of them. And Sir because... uh, mix you're, you're playing <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot. I think no, you're no, confusing no,
0: Sir Mix-a-Lot. No, no, no. It's supposed to be this, but, and you know. Yeah. YouTube is just screwing me over again, so it's just the way it goes. (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, it should have been MC Hammer's I like big butts and I cannot lie That sir makes a lot Is that sir makes a lot? Are you sure about I'm 100% Alright, good line. enough <laughs> See, I don't know if it's, it's all enough. good I don't know the, the current slang and, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I also really, Why is it telling me uh, MC Hammer here? Cause you can Google it yourself any answer <laughs> <yeah.
1: laughs> no, Wikipedia says this was MC Hammer Exactly, <laughs> I have
0: a Wikipedia page that says that It'll say it in a second Hold on Penicillin, so that was good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They, um, you know what, though, uh Rump Shaker, which I did like, It's it was a big song when I was in like 7th or 8th grade. Um, I didn't know it was about butts. Like, I didn't know what it was about You didn't at know all. rump was about butts? No. <laughs> we didn't use those words in my household. <laughs> I grew up in a similar household. <laughs> yeah. What did you
1: think it was about? What? I'm curious. I just... I, I don't think it was, about something. Every I song it was like, is about something. I thought it was about video cameras. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I wanted to do was zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> it's an ad for Nikon. This commercial's great.
2: I really considered "Back That Ass Up" by Juvenile too. I'm a big fan of that, and uh, also thought maybe "Shake That" by Eminem, which again I'm surprised that you didn't go with.
1: I, I intentionally avoided that song; I thought it was inappropriate. <laughs> and then
2: uh, "Bootylicious" by De- Destiny's Child was also one I was considering. I don't know what those songs are. That one they kind of take the the riff from um, Stevie Nicks' "Edge of Seventeen. Don't go nothing? chasing Waterfalls. Sure, Joe. Um all right. I'm I would love to start with Joe for Thanks. worst songs about business. We're,
1: re- we're gonna record a second podcast after this where Joe and Mike just talk about <laughs> hip hop and RB songs. Oh yeah, that'll <laughs>
0: that'll be great.
2: <laughs> I like that song by Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> um I would start with Joe for his worst, but Joe Told me he doesn't have a worst. There is no bad butt song. (laughs) Well, Eamon and I might disagree on that, so I'm gonna play Eamon's worst butt song. It's. (laughs) The Queen's Navy. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell us what the song is, Eamon? Push it?
1: do all that all that junk, junk inside your How did you, you Joe not know this, this song Joe thought this was a commercial for a car
0: my, my Maybe you and uh, I should start that rap uh, podcast <laughs> that'll be good
2: yeah. well, just, It'll be a whole podcast of us misidentifying songs <laughs>
0: <laughs> and extolling the virtues of the, <laughs> extolling the virtues of the curly shuffle
1: There you go um, that was My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas um, I think I would I dislike this song more so because of the fall of the Black Eyed Peas, which a lot of people might think of the rise of the Black Eyed Peas. They used to be called the At-Band Clan, and they were signed to Ruthless Records and were affiliated with Eazy-E and N.W.A., <clears throat> and then when they released their first couple albums, they were a uh, really pop group, and then Fergie came along at some point and started making a lot of money, so I guess I shouldn't really criticize them for that, but the song's terrible. The Humps thing, it seemed, it seemed really forced. Like, what, what can I call my butt? <laughs> humps.
2: Joe, do you know where you should know that song from? Nah, is it an Office reference? That was Michael's ringtone for like seasons.
1: Uh, I thought it was, um, was Mambo star- Man- no. number 5. It started
2: with Mambo Number no. 5 and then he transferred over to wow. that song. Oh. And he had that song for like a couple of seasons worth. I, d- I didn't remember that. You should have known that. Uh, well, so for my worst one, I don't know if you guys remember this, but Tom Green. Do you remember the <laughs> yeah. Bum Bum song by Tom Green? I, I remember it now. <laughs> is... It was weird how, how quickly he got famous. Everybody loved him. Then how quickly everybody decided he sucked. I was never a Tom Green fan. I, I something about were... his
1: bum being on a moose. Yeah. In a video, he was like, it was like a moose carcass on the side of the road. Something like that. Tom Green was like I liked him in Road Trip and that was it. No,
2: you know what though? He was really good um with that show because he was pushing boundaries that hadn't been pushed yet, but then like the Jackass guys came and like blew through them and like what he was doing seemed really tame. You liked Tom Green? I did when he originally came out. Okay. Well, that was always weird he married Drew Barrymore. It's like that is like a famous like actress and everything like that. And but at that would, point she was sober too, so it was even weirder. He would go into like a Kmart and pick up the phone and just saying funny stuff into it, and like that was like really like edgy at the time.
1: Guys, so, since this is a clip show, let's look back at the earlier part of this episode and <laughs> reminisce a little bit. What is the song that we is the most glaring omission from the butt songs? I got nothing. LL Cool J. Big old butt.
2: That's big, right. Big butt. He doesn't know LL Cool i I'm sure Mike. They got They probably don't
0: know their R and B like that. Uh, R <laughs> 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 <All> right,
2: R and B. No, I, her
0: her meat tastes sweeter than Burger King. Yeah, of course. I know LL Cool J. <laughs> I like he, it. Was, that, he was he was thrown at me. A butt reference? <laughs> I I guess I'm not quite sure. Buns. Burger King, yeah. beautiful.
1: Impossible and burger. And talk about burger time again. like a good commercial for Burger King. Right. They should I'd like have to thank our it. sponsor, Burger King.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your way That's going to be Mike's away. retirement plan right there. He's going to sell that. That and that big jar of pennies I got going. <laughs> so.
2: All right. Let's switch it over. Uh, we got Halloween coming up uh, in a couple of days here. So one of the, again, clip show. The very first topic that we ever talked about on the first 18 podcasts was about The Simpsons. It was uh, seasons 1 through 10, best and worst episodes. So since we got Halloween coming up, I figured, why don't we talk about Treehouse of Horrors, which uh, the only time that they ever didn't do an episode was season 1 of Treehouse of Horrors. Um, since then, they've done it every single year. Uh, so let's say what the best and the worst sketches are. Uh, Joe, do you want to start with the best the best Trials are it's there's so many of them. it's tough to decide it really is. This was the hardest one to n- narrow down for me at least, but I just watched one and i it was like a classic. It was the one where Homer figure out figures out how to like duplicate himself, okay, I there was like about, yeah, Homer so th- Placidi, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, so there's like a hundred of them, and then at some point he drives them all out to the field to like to get rid it, of them. It was called send in the
1: Clones that's yeah. it,
2: you're right. He's like, how many of you remember how to get here? <laughs> like, one of them raises his hand and wasn't he shoots with a shotgun. Wasn't there like in the Sea of Homer's? Like either it was either Peter Griffin or Bender or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, there was. Peter yeah. Griffin. That's it. Yeah. I, I, Why I, is that one the best one? I'm um, just... If you say from an entertainment standpoint, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. It was, it was hilarious. It was funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to say that the best one was The Devil and Homer Simpson. This was from Treehouse of Horrors 4, so that be season 5. It's um like the one where he's, eat, where he's The donut. Okay. He sells his soul. <laughs> you never know when the rattle thing's coming. <laughs> I'm going to sun dry right now.
1: I did it, guys. <laughs> Take your phone that long to charge. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, back to it. Uh, Devil and Homer Simpson. We'll fix that in post. <laughs> it's the one where he sells his soul for a donut. I think it's great just because the uh, the sequence when he goes into hell. Is He's ho- eating donuts. Yeah, it's hilarious. He's belt. eating all the donuts on there, and then um, you got the jury of the damned, which is like Lizzie Borton, and they got Benedict Arnold. But they have the Broad Street Bullies on there. They have the 1976 <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> That's <laughs> three Philadelphia guys. I just love that. Also, think that um, Lionel Hutz has two of the best lines: one that made it into the episode and one that didn't. He has his one when he's walking in because he's supposed to be Homer's um, defense attorney for this, uh, hearing whether or not he's going to lose his soul. He goes, don't worry, Mr. Simpson. I watched Matlock in a bar last night. The sound was off, but I think it caught the gist of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there is edited scenes for so, Simpson? How so did then, you see them? So back then, we didn't know that there was deleted scenes because there wasn't DVDs I at didn't the time. I know there was deleted scenes until... So right now. Get, so get DVDs, and you'll see deleted scenes. But we knew about this one pretty Joe, early come back. on. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty crazy. They had to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to animate, and they're going to delete a scene? We knew about this one pretty early on, though, because uh, on the 138th episode, Spectacular... Uh, oh, that's that, one of my favorites. That's a great episode. And Troy McClure is there talking about uh, some stuff, and he says... The rattlesnake's coming over for Eamon right now. Uh, he talks about uh, <laughs> deleted scenes on this specific episode. No thank you. And Lionel Hutz has one of the best deleted scenes ever because they're talking about what, how they chose him to be the attorney. And it's like, Lionel Hutz, case is one in 30 minutes or your pizza's free. So then after the trial, he comes in with a pizza box. Well, I didn't win. Here's your pizza. But we did win. That's okay. The box is empty. I don't know why, I don't know how, but my friend and I, uh, Mark, who talk about this all the time, we use that constantly. That's okay. The box is empty, so I think it's a great episode. And do you know who wrote that episode, Joe? Conan O'Brien. No. Boom. Greg Daniels. Ah, from The Office. Exactly. Ernest Cline. You know, th- talking about lines, I, me and my friends always said you can't win friends with salad. We always thought it was a funny line. It's a great one. Which gets cut in syndication. They cut the whole scene for some reason. They do. The whole, they cut the whole dance in the mamba thing. Yeah, you don't win do. friends with salad. But. When I was at Universal a couple weeks ago, they have shirts that say you can't win friends with salad. So it's like obviously caught on enough that it's a shirt. Well, it's weird because the saying is you don't win friends with salad, but you know. <laughs> what did I say? You can't. Oh, I'm gonna crack open another beer here. <laughs> yeah, you need them.
0: Um... Oh, hold on, hold on. Time out.
2: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: That's so good.
2: <laughs> Austin, three sixteen. Uh, Amen, what do you got?
1: Uh, dial Z
2: for Zombies. Was this the first one that they did with zombies? I'm trying to remember. Know. Or was this the one with no? I was thinking Omega Man. This is the first one with. Well, tell me why. But
1: well, it, really, I can only remember one particular moment from the episode. It's my favorite part is when Homer shoots that in the face. Yeah. And and he, well, how does it go, Brian?
2: You shot. You shot Zombie <laughs> Flanders. It was a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was the first one that they did. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Those Halloween ones are too violent to let the kids watch now. Really? Yeah, they do some crazy. Like the recent one, like the teenagers (laughs) are hanging themselves.
1: Okay. Can you believe Joe recently let his kids watch It? (laughs) (laughs) Upon advice and consent of Eamon. To be fair, though, your oldest is
2: 13. You you can watch It then. That's fine. I mean, your youngest, I I would say no. Yeah. But it was the one that was That's on your TV. parenting choice. I'm not going I'm not <laughs> going to shame you. As a new parent, I understand people shame you a lot. Yeah. I won't do that. Yeah. Mike, do you have any uh thoughts on the uh Treehouse of
0: Horrors? I love Treehouse of Horrors. Um Dial Z for Zombie. Just so great because like Ktel, um they, they were doing all the, the records and when uh they were doing their spell to get the the um the Zombies to Rise and Zombies to Fall, Trebek, Link, and it was just awesome. There were so many like little bits in there, and that's what I love about The Simpsons, just the little crap in the background. and um, Crap ground. Crap ground. Yes, they've mm-hmm. got crap ground. <laughs> nice. All right, worst ones. I'll start this
2: one off. I'm going to go Mr. and Mrs. Simpson. It was from Treehouse of Horrors, 18, and... It was a parody of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, that movie with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie where they're both spies or assassins and I hate it because this is, it got to the point then where The Simpsons, like Dalzy for Zombie, you know, Devil and Homer Simpson, those were funny, horror related, original ideas. They got into just laziness on a lot of trails of horrors where they just did movie parodies. And look, if you're going to do a movie parody of a horror movie or something like that, that's fine, but Nothing about being you know, assassins or spies has anything to do with Halloween. It was just – I thought it was kind of lazy why they did this episode. But yeah. What do you think, Joe? Well, I think uh, <clears throat> like any time like that, when they, they pick a, a subject matter that you just don't know, that kind of stinks. Oh, like, I know. Right? I saw the movie. Like, I just didn't care for it. Oh, well, there was like one where they were – I think it was like Doctor Who, like an island where the people – So I actually was thinking Dr. about Moreau. the one with Dr. Moreau. Yeah, Macaro, yeah. I thought about that one too because I thought – yeah. The original movie sucked. Yeah, and I so just did didn't merit. get no, no, no,
1: no. You're thinking of the remake of the original movie that sucked. I'm thinking of the one with Brando. That was the remake. Yeah, that sucked. Yes. <laughs> and, well, in general, too, I just got to say, I don't
2: really like the aliens that much. You don't like Kang and Kodos? Yeah, they're not my favorite. Whoa, well, I almost and I know can't... they're classic, but I just don't... I don't think they're that fun. I was very close. So I have a list here of what the ones I decided not to pick yeah. for best. And Citizen Kang is really high up there because that's the one where they, they vote for them and it's uh, oh, they, they the pretend to be Clinton end. and yeah, yeah. Gore. It's like
0: Clinton and who was the race? Clinton, Clinton. and... Mon, uh, was it Mondale? No, no. Oh, no, Bob Dole. It's Bob Dole. Bob Dole, yeah. that's right. Bob, Bob Dole. They're holding hands yeah. walking down the street. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I mean, it has the one line that everyone knows at the end. Don't yeah. blame me. I voted, I voted for Kodos. Kodos. Yeah, yeah. But I always thought, uh, <laughs> we must be forward, it. not backwards, upward, not downward, and always twirling, twirling, twirling toward freedom.
0: I want to change my answer. My favorite... Style Z for zombie was great, but King Homer. Because Smithers has the best line in that. I think women and semen don't mix, sir. <laughs> 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 yes, we know what you think, Smithers. <laughs> that's
2: so true. Eamon, <laughs> what do you got for uh, worst uh Treehouse of Horrors?
1: I don't remember what it was called, but it was the one where Homer like goes into the real world in 3D. Oh, that's... um. I don't
2: remember what it was called either, but uh, it's like he's in like that Tron thing first, yeah. and then he goes into the real world. Why do you like? I like that one.
1: I mean, it was just, there was no substance to it. It was just the gimmick of Homer being 3D or CGI or whatever you want to call it in the real world. There wasn't anything funny or cool
2: about what it. What are you talking about? They can't find out where he is in the room and they can hear him. So Marge goes, Let's ask Ned. He has a ladder. <laughs> they think just because he has a three foot ladder, they're somehow going to find him in this room. That's gold. <laughs> Okay,
1: so you're gonna you're going you're gonna say it's good because it had one good line. And Homer has a cakes at the end. Okay. And he keeps <laughs> the. You convinced party. me that's the best treehouse of horror. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the best. I'm gonna change my answer to the Avatar parody, because it's Avatar. <laughs> I just
2: keep him with the theme today of hating <laughs> Avatar. That's fine. Uh, some of the other ones that I thought were worthy of potentially being the best, the Shinning. One where they do the shining parody. And like I said, I hated the movie parody, but that's a good movie parody for a of Horrors. So we've gone back to the best again? Well, I'm just saying, like some of the <laughs> some of the ones that we did not discuss that are actually really great. And Rumshaker was like, just <laughs> the tone, man. Like the bass. Like it just you felt it.
0: <laughs> um Joe, you just blew it for our first podcast <laughs>
2: on <Not laughs> <Yeah>, man. Just <laughs> what a new new Bumped. subject. I also really liked um. I'm and Punishment, the one where Homer goes back in time with the toaster all the time. That is good. That's the. Any one. kind of butterfly thing is such an yeah. interesting subject matter. Joe loves butterflies. And I then, love butterfly effect, and I love the whole scenario where he can. Um, big the, Aston Kutcher fan.
0: <laughs> no, Dude. <we're>, <laughs>
2: the yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, what is it? Groundhog's Day effect. Oh, Groundhog's uh,
1: Day A and of lot of movies ever. have
2: done that now, yeah. and then that there's a show on. Um, Netflix that does it. Really. Tell
1: us about your Groundhog's Day theory. Oh, I don't want to ruin it. I want, on, want to sell it to us. Hollywood. <laughs> tell us.
2: I'm going to need to hear this. This song. is
1: where we copyright it, right here. Yeah. Tell us. All
2: right. Copyright pending. Groundhog's Day, but you can control it by banking the days if you like how the day went.
1: Give, us, yell, any, give us a... Yeah, you I yell probably, bank,
2: and if you don't yell bank at the end of the night, you repeat the... D- <laughs> Gonna say something else, but I—I I feel like we gotta go to the next topic. <laughs> how do you top that?
1: Yeah. Bank. Yeah. Exactly. Oh no, he's done. Hopefully, I don't get hit Must by a car later. Here's hoping. <laughs> um, but if you bank in advance, you're right. stuck with whatever. Yeah, happens Yeah, you gotta later wait till the end
2: of the night. You don't want to bank it too you, you early. Yeah, eleven fifty nine. Bank it. Yeah, you gotta do eleven fifty nine. Bank and then okay. just to make sure. Wank. No, you don't do that. <laughs> um. All right. Since. <laughs> you gotta let's, let's switch it over. <laughs> Since obviously this is a wrestling podcast, uh, <laughs> we will go with female wrestlers. Uh, Amon, let's start with you on this one. What do you got? Best and worst, and why?
1: Yeah. I, I'm gonna go. Hey no. with, I, I was I was a little torn on this one because there was there's not a lot of good female wrestlers in the grand history of wrestling. Um, <clears throat> currently, I'm, I was tempted to say Becky Lynch because she's really cool. She's got a really cool Irish accent. She's uh, she posed for a selfie with my daughter at a house show not too long ago. But I'm gonna go with Lita. I feel like she was the first female wrestler in a long time that wasn't there just, just to. I think Brian's mad at me right now. <laughs> we discussed Lita a lot on a previous podcast about me. But was she. She I actually was the first one that wasn't, wasn't there exclusively for her looks. She was actually a worker and went out and did some of the same things that the Hardy Boys did, some of the crazy high-flying moves. Um, yeah, Lita. And she's, she still gets in the mix a little bit. And was, What was that? Was she at it was a pay-per-view in the last year or so that she was at? And
2: you could, be, you could have the thong song as her theme. That's true, because she always had that high. High on thim- the hip thong. All right, Joe, what do you got for uh, best female wrestler? Well, I personally don't like female wrestling.
0: Wow.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't- In this era, I know uh, you feel comfortable
2: saying that. I don't enjoy watching. I don't. I don't believe you. Just want to see two. Half naked men just grappling. At exactly. Each other. F- you get it. Yeah. Fully naked, if possible. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was a wrestling podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to that that jelly that we were talking about? Put that on them and, you know, wrestle. Uh, I don't like it. But if I have to pick, I would go back to my classic era and pick Wendy Richter, who was when rock and wrestling hit in the 1980s. She was the woman's champion. She was like the lady version of Hulk Hogan. She was like on the magazine covers with Hogan. And um, an interesting tidbit about her is she was like the, the Montreal Screwjob. knows about. It. She was like, that happened to her because um, she wouldn't give the title up and had a contract problem with Vince McMahon. So they sent Moolah in and pinned her like against her will.
1: Was that the one where Moolah wore a mask? Yeah. Like you didn't even know it was Moolah. She didn't know it was Moolah. And Moolah was an 87-year-old woman at the time. <laughs> it was gross. Nice.
2: Yeah, it's cool. You should watch it. It's uh, worth a look. Uh, you should
1: watch this wrestling that Joe hates. <laughs> no, no, no. She. <laughs> uh, Worth a
2: look. I hate it. Wendy Ricker starts <laughs> like the- you with the Joker movie. It's a great movie. I didn't like it. After the after the match, Wendy Ricker starts really punching Mola, and Mola's like trying to get out of the ring. It's like crazy. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's, that's my like. Let's whatever. Let's just keep moving on. Um, all right. So since you already said Lita, I'm gonna go with Lita's arch rival, Trish Stratus who's actually is always considered one of the best female wrestlers of all time because she started off as eye candy. She was, um, I think TNA, she was the valet the for, which was Tess and Albert, if I remember <laughs> correctly. Did you say valet? Valet. You said valet. Well, I, I watch a lot of Downton Abbey. Valet. Um, <laughs> hey, he gets <laughs> he too. it. He I, gets I, it. I do, I do. <laughs> um... But no, she she started being a butler. She started off as eye candy, but she really worked to become a wrestler, and she's like known for being a really good wrestler. And I feel like I don't watch, I don't like you guys do now, but I understand that the divas is a huge thing. Like there was a female match that was one of the headliners for WrestleMania recently. They have their own shows, and they're like a big to do. Like wasn't Becky Lynch one of the the number one draft picks in the the recent draft? She was. The number one draft. So I'm saying draft. like, it's, it's become a huge thing and I think that really started with Trish that you can both be beautiful and also be
1: a badass wrestler. That's can a I interrupt message. with the butterfly thing? Get it. <laughs> I just noticed there's a butterfly on this beer we're drinking. Joe. What beer are you drinking? <laughs> right.
0: Mike, what do you think? Do you have any uh, thoughts on the wrestling? Uh, female wrestlers... The only one I really know is China, Ooh. and the, the ninth wonder yeah. of the world, Joni Law. Lo- uh, yeah, and there's that's a credible answer. And yeah. the the reason I liked her is probably n- what got her kicked out of wrestling <laughs> in the first place. Um, her post wrestling work, yes, her post wrestling work. And <laughs> we, I, we'll I, I realize that. that your children uh, are listening to this, Eamon, so, I'm not going to go into it. But two words: She Hulk. So, <laughs> I, so. Yeah, I you got it. And yeah. I actually bought that for Ming because we were. Uh, I bought the uh, the disc. For- oh, I see
2: who Ming follows on Twitter. That uh, makes perfect sense. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> but
0: I got it for him because we were at a con one time and and uh, we went to the bootleg table because that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And they had that up there, and it's like, you know, China, the you know, wrestling's China as She Hulk, and you're like degeneration triple X, <laughs> exactly. And I'm like. You go, Ming. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I uh, yeah, that was Axel Braun.
1: That's why Ming's not here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's
2: uh let's move it over to the worst female wrestlers. I'm gonna go with Luna. Ah, oh, Luna Vashon? Yeah. Oh. Anyone remember from the Oddities? She was that's, awesome. That's when I first uh The Oddities. The Oddities. That's was like the late nineties, yeah. Yeah, it was start of the Attitude Era, which callback. That's Earth what I remember. It's Howard Stern, South Park. Yeah and the, the oddities had that weird like ICP was like their theme song and they used to come out I don't know Luna just I didn't think she was a great wrestler Earthquake was in it with a weird mask on you didn't know it was him yeah I maybe mean, it came out with the Cartman thing and yeah. all and they would like bite the turnbuckle or something like that Luna Vachon was a second generation wrestler doesn't make her good she was I thought she was like willing to do anything she was good I liked her Down for well so was is, so is She-Hulk <laughs> I got proof uh. <laughs> Uh, Joe, what do you got? I got uh, I think uh, I didn't like Stacy Keebler. And the, the reason – But she, was, she didn't really wrestle much, did she, she? wrestled. She, you know who she <laughs>
1: – George Clooney, I know.
2: <laughs> she wrestled him. To anyone who's listening, <laughs> I, have thought, I have thoughts on Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> he is the definition of the phrase, which I've already used today, insist upon himself. So anyway, Stacy Keebler would come to the ring and they'd be like, look at those legs. Like because she had really long legs. They were great. I never got that. Like, why are long legs good? Look, you weren't a big fan of butts, apparently. You don't <laughs> like legs. Like, what is it with you? Are you...
1: That whole lower half <laughs> are <is> you just <laughs> not doing it.
2: Are you an elbow guy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he likes the weenus. <laughs> Look it oh, up. Come on, man. My kids are wild. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> Look it up.
2: That was funny. Yeah. I get it.
1: Yeah. What do you got, Damon? Uh, I, I'm kind of along the same lines as Joe. It's like that whole group, like Sonny and uh, just the, the, the. You better girl. not put
2: Miss Elizabeth in that group.
1: Oh, well, d- she wasn't she's, a she's not a wrestler.
2: But I would pick her. Over
1: she's right. a valet. <laughs> <Yeah>. A valet. <laughs> she's a manager. Look, you you watch Delton, You get it. I do. It's valet, not valet. No, it was just there was it. It coincides a little bit with the Attitude Era where they were just there to look at them, which is fine, but they weren't wrestlers. Okay. Puppies. Um. Maybe get two
2: more in. uh... You know, (laughs) Eamon, of the categories that I gave you, do you have any that you definitely want to make sure hits the airways? No. All right. (laughs) Well, in that case, then, why don't we go
1: with... uh... Pick another (laughs) wrestling
2: Live action comic book movies that are not Marvel or
0: DC. Hmm.
1: Me last. I think Mike, <laughs> I think Mike could chime in on this one what do you think Mike
0: live action movies that are not marvel edition. does that include vertigo can you do vertigo because that's a it's an imprint to DC Yeah, but eh, we could if, if you can think of a non- vertigo that'd be great if you got to go vertigo right. I understand it uh we can go uh do you rem- the best mm, all right I know um, yours live action damn it um, um, Years and me Oh wait a minute! I I got it. Of course, very un, um, incredibly underrated movie, Mystery Men. Okay. Mystery yeah. Men the, the with Ben, ben, Stiller. Stiller. ben Stiller. Uh, Stiller, William H Macy, what? what? Janine Garofalo. You remember this Paul movie? Rubens. It was great. What? Realized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. What the hell's he talking about? Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I it was that movie, um Yeah. Casanova Frankenstein was and and we had uh Was it Hank Azaria? Did you say that one? Hank Azaria yeah. was in there. Yeah. So was um uh Greg Kinnear. Mm-hmm. And how can I forget uh what the hell is his name? Um it's easy cuz I forget his name. Jeffrey my um, left foot. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush was in it, wasn't he? Yes. No, it wasn't yeah. it Jeffrey Rush. It was, was it Jeffrey no, Rush. He was not know.
1: Uh, Jeffrey the Giraffe. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, that's
0: right. Jeffrey Jeffrey the Giraffe was in L- it. Little Happy
2: known thing. fact. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a movie about like, steel-less superheroes. I think Steel-less. Yeah, like the spleen. No. Not an actual
0: superpower, but it was kind of great. Mr. Furious. Yeah, I know. Yeah. the Shoveler. Yeah.
1: By I God, I, I know.
0: can shovel. I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. It was you an. Never amazing heard of Mister Man? Uh,
2: uh, Is there a guy with all like his face all wrapped up? No, you're thinking of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. And you can give that answer. No, later. well, if I, I don't, I, can, I really can't answer this, but I'd say like the boys on uh, Amazon Prime. That's a movie. Talk- I know. It's a, a, movie. Show. I know. a, show. It's a close I can get. It. It's a close I can get. All right, Eamon, what's name. yours? I'm uh, almost a hundred percent. I can guess yours though. Guess it. Rocketeer. Yes. Yes. I knew wow, it. it's good. <clears throat> I knew it.
1: Why? I, it, I, I mean, it's just a fun movie. It's, it's pretty a. Pretty. It's got. Early DNA for Captain America, the first Avenger. Same director. It's got a similar feel, similar time period. Um, I, I really like the comic. It doesn't. It's not quite close to the comic, but it's pretty close. It's just a fun movie. It's Disney. It's got some nostalgia for me. I like it. No,
2: it's a, it's a great movie. I I didn't pick it because I knew you were going to. What would you pick, Brian? Dick Tracy, I really? Oh, Dick Tracy! I that was that. my favorite movie as a kid growing up. I had the the watch that you just got to press, which I have the like Apple Watch. Well, I have an Apple Watch on right now, but at that time There's it Dick was on it? it was a watch that <laughs> it was a watch <laughs> that you could just press it and just said calling Dick Tracy, calling Dick Tracy. I actually got really caught up in that when that movie came out because they really blitzed you with it. As a oh kid. yeah. And remember Blankface they Madonna. they started re-airing the old Dick Tracy cartoons. Did you ever watch those? hmm
1: Didn't didn't you go to Disney World and run in all the stores yeah. looking for Dick? And there was no Dick Tracy figures. They yeah. had every other character. So
2: uh, I'm actually <laughs> not I'm not no, picking that. But anyway, just back to that cartoon real quick. Get it. It was so bad because Dick Tracy would introduce it, the cartoon Dick Tracy, and then a the cartoon would be about like a like a platter puss that's solving a crime. Platter. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and it would come back and it'd be Dick Tracy again. Like it was so bad. I didn't pick that. Um I also, even though I was very convinced you were gonna pick Rocketeer, I thought you might have gone with Unbreakable. City?
1: But there's no comic book. I that didn't
2: well, it doesn't have to be based off a comic. No, it's a comic book movie. Mystery Men isn't based off a comic book. Yes. No, it is. it is. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm Flaming Carrot and the Mystery Men. Yeah. I had no so, yeah. idea. Yeah. Wow. Well, then, yeah, then you're I mean, gonna hate my actual pick because it's not based off of a comic, but it was a live action comic book movie not based off one. I'm going with Sky High. It's a Disney movie. It was about like this kid who went in high school who like had uh,
1: superpowers. Kurt Russell was his. Oh, dad. that was good. No, yeah, family. It's actually a pretty. Yeah. Like, That's true. Easy, like, fun movie to, like, It's a fun movie, but there's no comic, and you're, you're, I'm looking at your topics right here, and comic is in the, is in the title.
0: I think you should give him a little bit of leeway.
1: It's a comic
2: book movie, just not on comic. So then, let's switch over to worse. I'll go first, because it's not based off of a comic, so I apologize for not making this a little quicker, or a little uh, clearer for you. Uh, I'm going Hancock.
1: Oh, oh, I liked Hancock. I That's hated also- Hancock. Oh, I would That's that also a-
2: based on a comic. Oh, well then. That's a real comic. I didn't know that. I would have picked that as my best if, had I known it that. Is. that was Don't me. listen to the comic book. <laughs> Don't man, listen to the, the guy the who table.
0: owns it. Which, not owns, but... yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I, bone was- to, I <laughs> got a bone to pick with you. Okay. Uh- you upsold my wife
2: when she came in for my birthday, uh, like a month ago. You sold her an awesome Avengers vs. Thanos. Um, like- oh my god, that was your wife? Yeah. With okay. the with the baby, I'm sorry. So, but then
1: she she's trying <laughs> oh, she can afford it.
2: <laughs> no, she's trying to. So she was telling you like, oh yeah, no, I kind of like this stuff, but I don't. I know like brought, like he loves it and he's all into this. You somehow convinced her to buy a guide to the Marvel like comic world herself and she's actually read it like she's been in the middle of reading it and she uh-huh. goes which i don't agree with everything that's in the book because they'll talk about like the top five like cosmic uh entities and all in it which clearly you didn't write it but i'm just like i remember i came home cracking up because i was like who who was working that day and she just described the mm-hmm. person there so, so that was mike and then i was
0: like mike i sold you like this book out of nowhere i was that Now's was your chance you. to blame it on Get'em. him no no i wish no i i <laughs> No, Uh, it it was definitely you. I give. Oh, it was me. Uh, But she, because she said, "I don't know anything about this." Although you know, I'm intrigued by it. And I said, "And it had just come out that day. Mm -hmm. Everything you need need to know about." And it was, um, it was, I I was like stunned by the price. It was like nine ninety nine. Yeah. So I'm like, if you want to learn. Boom, you're, giving him, is, you're giving him a hard time over ten bucks. No, but I'll give you the ten bucks. I, I thought it was funny that he was able to get her to do it. And to her credit, she has read it a Fantastic. little bit. Fantastic. I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, Mike just got you. Good good for the sales pitch here. <laughs> oh, now I feel horrible, but she was such a sweetheart. And you know, yeah. most people come in and like, you know, uh, where's Kevin? <laughs> that's yeah. that's the uh the thing I feel every day. Yeah. And you guys are missing some really big Comic book movies that aren't, you know, classic comic books like Jump in. Men, in Men in Men in Black. Men in Black was a comic book mm-hmm. before it yep. was um, the Crow, one of the most depressing movies you'll ever see. Well, You're we like, know what. Why? Well, I mean, and don't forget, Joe, that
2: that's the only movie that Dwight Schrute would take to a desert island with him. The Crow. The Crow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you could. Argue, actually, Joe should argue that Battlestar Galactica.
1: Do it, Joe. Uh, give it... <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <give laughs> movie. Is it's a comic book movie. It's a comic book movie. On, on sci
0: fi. Yeah. I mean, give us Joe's hot
1: was, take on yeah. Battlestar it was Galactica.
0: Based on a comic book that Marvel put out in the 70s, so yeah. But it, we said no Marvel. Uh, we said no Marvel. Oh, uh, well. It's Universe or publisher? Glenn Larson. owns yeah. was gonna Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I, no Marvel, so.
2: But going back to the original uh, of this, because I was. Awesome tangent, actually. Uh,
1: Hancock, uh, Will Smith. Um, I'll, I'll be candid. I did a little research during the tangent. The Hancock comic book came out
0: after the movie. Wah, 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 wah. Exactly.
2: Thank you. That's that's why Mike had a TV show him about comic and books. Charlize and Charlize Theron, they were like angels Dude, that were like meant to be near each other. It was
0: awesome, horrible. And they're drawn. I hate
2: it. They're drawn to each other it. by a magnet, like a magnet type force. Poles. Magnetic poles. And <laughs> a way he didn't like, care for it. Yeah. It insists upon itself. It doesn't insist upon itself. I, I reserve that when it actually does. There was no message that it insists upon, but... I thought I it just, was cool. And, like, you throw I a bad guy it. and he, like, breaks something and causes property damage. Like, it's like the... That, the boys. That, that Yeah, the boys <laughs> does it, but that was the first time you ever saw that in, like, any kind
1: of media. Like, that, the, like the bad effects of superheroes. I'm with Joe. I thought that was a clever premise. Didn't care for
2: like it. What do you got? For what? For the worst uh
1: live action. What's your favorite band? The Spirit. That was bad. The Spirit, classic Will Eyes in their comic book. Um they didn't even I, I I'm not sure where they where they went with it. So so Frank Miller, obviously a legend in the comic book industry, did Sin City not long before it with Robert Rodriguez and Really captured the look and feel of the comic. It looked great, and then it seemed like they tried to do the same. They thing They absolutely for the spirit. tried
2: to recreate that. You're right,
1: and, but the spirit didn't look like that. No. It, it looked very different. Will Eisner, very beautifully rendered uh, uh, comic book. Um, you know, the storyline was fine. I, you know, whatever. It just looked weird. It was, I don't know. It was, a, it was a big letdown. You're coming in from the, the spirit, which is a classic comic. You're coming in. You got uh, Frank Miller involved, who's a legend in the comic book industry and it just, it just failed. It wasn't good.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're, we're about wrapping up here. Uh, we will do just one last one. We'll eke it in as long as Mike's okay with that. Uh, and just because you mentioned it and we're at the shared universe podcast studio, and most of this all started from comic book men from the stash and all, we're going to go best and worst Kevin Smith movies. And mind you, Kevin, you're definitely not listening, but should you ever, we like everything you do, but you know, everything has a best and a worst. So we're not going to make fun. Um, Mike, what's your favorite Kevin Smith movie? I think you're the best one to talk
0: to, oh and God. I know
2: what it should be. Recently,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna take that off the table. The Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which just Mike's came in out, it. Um, we we're in it for like a second and a half.
1: Do you have a copy we can watch today? By any chance? Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I
0: don't. I wish I did. I, I'd pop it in. There's a great d- TV right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, we got some beers. We're good. <laughs> I, I wish I did, but um, my my favorite Kevin movie is the very first movie of Kevin's that I saw because we used to go to the same comic book store, which became Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash. It was a place called Comicsology. And the guy who ran it uh, back in the 90s was, I swear to God, if you took like 400 pounds of silly putty and threw it on to a a Simpsons comic book and peeled it off, you'd have comic book guy. Because he looked like him, sounded like, talked like this. And he wore all purple. I mean, purple velour. That's what the man, you know, enrobed himself in. So, uh, and you always used to, oh, you have to listen to, or you have to see this movie that uh, one of your fellow... Comic book purveyors has done it's and he was insistent upon himself, that bastard. That <laughs> son of a bitch. what
2: Brian hates more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like a um, real
0: jerk. He was huge, uh, jerk. And he, what movie is it? It was Clerks. He was oh. trying to tell me about Clerks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. But the first, I... <laughs> the first Kevin movie I ever saw, uh, was Mall Rats. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. This is, this is awesome. And he was the, Speeches his um, his dialogue was a little flowery, you know. I, I didn't know a lot of people who spoke like that, but I, but I figured there probably were people out there that spoke exactly like that. And I happened to like Jason Lee. I, it's the first time I had ever yeah. seen him. I'm like, wow, that's he mm. did a great job. Yeah, and uh, you know, just a really good cast, and it had Stan Lee in it, and it was comic centric, but not a comic book movie, yeah. which is what I loved about it. So that's that's my favorite. No, movie. it's a good answer. And obviously. my my least favorite of Kevin's movies. Because I know you Well, you're we're not at there. the least yet, but we'll let you roll roll oh, with right. this. Oh, okay. Well, I was I was just trying to speed things yeah, up. From yeah, yeah. Roll with it. Um, my, my least. I swear to God, if you hour. take mine, though, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to take yours. My least favorite of Kevin's movies, and I, I love them all, is. um, I'm going to go with uh, Red State. Red State. Uh, It was Kevin's first foray into horror or suspense. I thought he did a credible job, but. um, I thought it was like really whacked out and it was a a departure. That's, that's what it was. It was like just such a departure from Kevin's stuff Mm -hmm. that I was like, wow, it was a shock to the system. Yeah. Joe, what do you got? Well, my favorite
2: to copy you exactly. (laughs) I liked mall rats too. I, 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 no, I, I like that, that time period. That's like that. I really liked it contemporaneously when it was released it, the, like the whole mall. Like I used to hang out in the mall. That's what you do. Which one in Delco did you, you hang ran out in? Grand Run Mall. Like you go to the Grand Run. That's all you had to, before you could go to bars. All you could do is go to a mall and hang out, or you know, drink in the woods. Yeah, or drink in the woods.
1: Um, there was or a, listen to Baby Got Back. Yeah, there was in cool in the woods yeah. with. Behind the mall. Away from parents. Right.
2: There's like, there's a dirt mall in the movie and we had dirt malls around us. There's uh, Joey. Of course you did.
1: We don't have any.
2: (laughs) Around Yardley. Joey Lauren Adams has a famous fitting room scene. That's nice. Uh, (laughs) I thought it was just a funny movie and I I feel like it should have done better than it did. Like that was his like sophomore movie after Mm -hmm. Clerks. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't think it did well in the box office, but I think it, 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 I feel like it should have. I think it resonates though better with In a time. lot of people,
1: yeah, yeah. And what do you got? I I would if if it didn't get picked twice already, I would probably go with Mallrats also. Um, but I'm gonna go with Dogma. It's gonna get picked twice because I'm gonna pick that one Dogma too. Is get picked twice <laughs> Why also? do you got it? <clears throat> I thought it was really clever by Kevin. Um, all the way through college, actually, Catholic school. So I I was I was uh. Well in tune to the source material, and um I-, I thought it was really clever the way he pulled it together and it made sense and it was it was uh subversive and it was funny and uh i I just really liked it
2: same uh, from an
1: I- enter- entertainment <laughs> standpoint I Clip went, show.
2: I went to Catholic school all <laughs> the way through law school Brian really likes
1: priests <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: and uh again, I thought he he captured that um. There's also a lot of – he actually sets it in
0: Red Bank. He
1: Catholic law? <laughs> he,
0: <laughs> he sets it up in – Catholic the, law is no pedophile. rules just yeah, right. It's, it's, uh, it's a growth industry right now. So. <laughs>
2: um, but he crazy. also like sets up like the church is supposed to be in Red Bank even though it wasn't actually filmed there. But the church actually across the street from the stash is the church I got married in. Like I, I just – a lot of it that I loved Dogma even before I moved here – that since coming here just makes me like it even more because you've got that type of stuff with it. Um, Can I make a confirmation? Think, Joe? No, no okay. confirmation. Also love, um, I don't know, Freeman monoc- Just, just <laughs> e- excellent use of the song "Candy Girl" in that movie. Um, there's no,
1: there's no bad use. There ever really the isn't. But
2: I just like, I always liked that. Um, all right, and then for uh, last one we're going to talk about today is the worst. I'm going to go cop out. Uh, And again, it's kind of what Mike was saying was it was a change from what Kevin normally does. It was it was outside of the universe. It's
1: it's also not really a Kevin Smith movie. He directed directed it, it.
2: but he didn't write it. I mean, he directed it. It When we talked about Spielberg movies, we talked about uh, Callback. This really is a clip show today. Um, We talked about
1: we we, we only really had one good episode.
2: The first episode was the only one that's bearable. (laughs) Um, This one could maybe be bearable. We'll see uh but anyway i thought that cop out it was it was a big budget movie you know you got two stars in it uh in the sense of you had bruce willis and tracy morgan and it, it could have been something more it just it, it, again it was nothing with kevin because he didn't write it but the uh the jokes were flat and there was only so much he can do to work with the source material there uh i also remember that when i saw that movie i went with My friends Jerry and Mark, and there was a family. Jerry and Mark, and there was a family in there who brought a baby to the movie, and the baby would just randomly start crying and screaming, and people would like yell at them, be like, "What are you doing? Why'd you bring a baby to an R-rated movie?" And this family did not back down. They would turn around and start yelling at anyone who told, like, was yelling at them. I'm like. What's your end game here? Like, you really thought this was going to be a lovely experience, like bringing your baby to an R-rated movie at seven o'clock on like a Wednesday? But so that also sullied the experience for me. Joe, um, I can't think of a movie that Kevin Smith made, but there was one that he like promoted <laughs> that I that I watched. What was it? It was like you might have gave it to me. The Bindle Stick? Yeah. Bindle Stiffs. Like, he was, was like, promoting the crap out of it, and I watched it, and it was just like. Bindle Stiffs. It really was not good. It was, like, an amateur movie. Yeah, Kevin produced it. Oh, is
1: that what it was? He had, like,
0: an initiative, like, uh, Project
1: Greenlight. Smod Smod Films? Yeah, Smod Films,
0: and uh, there was, it was, he was, like, throwing yeah. people money to go and make their movies of their dreams. And this is like two kids from um, high school.
2: Yeah. And they, I think they filmed it in high school, right? Like yeah. they were using it. But I, I just didn't think, you know, Mike just right.
0: deleted our whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that well, yeah. well, was accidental.
2: <laughs> Speaking of smart stuff, Mike, is there any, can you comment on what he said uh, the other day on screen about the, the place? Smod the Castle? High, yeah. About
0: what's going on. It's going to be in the can. Highlands. It's going to be attached. No, it's going oh, it well, to be in Leonardo. It's going to be attached to the quick stop. Okay. The quick stop row of buildings. So, yeah, it's going to be right there. One-stop shopping for, well, mm. except for. It's going to be the. So what it's going to be. Is, is it, it
1: RST Video? Is that where it's been?
0: No, RST Video, it's like down it's... at the other yeah, side. RST Video is actually opening, reopening up as a video store. What? RST who's Video. Who's writing videos now? His name, well, um, hopefully uh, for Tucker, I, I, you know, the guy who's um, opening it up. Hopefully, a lot of people. I maybe they'll go there for the nostalgia's sake. Yeah, and just to to you know.
1: I think it'll be VHS, DVD. Major I have Disc, no idea. is beta.
0: He's not telling me nothing. Eight <laughs> Actually, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tucker's not made his plans clear, but Kevin has, and uh, Smodcastle Castle is going to be Smodcastle Castle East, and he's going to no. do. Is that going to be a competitor though? For here? No. Okay. No, it's going to be live shows. Live shows. All right. Good. Yeah, I Let's mean, get John I, Lovett's I, I, I out work. of the picture. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I mean, we're <laughs> <He's> going <laughs> <a> to <thick.
1: laughs> call back. Oh, that's, clip that's, that's...
0: <laughs> uh, he is. That's when yeah, Ming told weird. us yeah. on the first episode. So what um, he's planning on doing is just having live shows, and we're going to be throwing, um, you know, people to there to do live shows. Like we, we were. Uh, there have been a bunch of live shows out of here over at the House of Independence in Asbury. Mm-hmm. We're going to recommend people go over there. Cool, and you know we're... when. We would when like
1: the, to buy season
2: tickets right now.
0: When the uh, I would, yeah, I would I, love that too. I we'll live, Figure that out. I live literally down the road. I want to okay. be able to go over there. When the A team decides to do a live podcast <laughs> in front of people,
1: we got to take a show it's on been, the side. Look, right. look at that right, face! Yeah, now, Joe, I, is, Joe is Joe's ready. Got a face for Joe live wants podcasts. to do it. That's I have perfect. stage fright
0: though. <laughs> now, just all right. Then put on one of those sleep masks yeah. and should, just uh, yeah. like, yeah. there—you'll be fine.
1: Is there a bathroom near the stage? <laughs> He's gonna need
0: bring that. a colostomy bag. What's wrong with that? <laughs> <laughs> Catheters. <Yeah>. Catheters. <laughs> so that's that's what Kevin's planning on doing, coming out once a month. He's gonna bring uh Ralph Garman. Okay. And do Hollywood Babylon or Leonardo Babylon as the case may be. Yes. So Eamon did not go.
2: Did you go for your last yet? He did not. Worst Kevin Smith movie.
1: Uh Yoga hosers. Okay. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of a Smodcast. I listened to the podcast. I it made me appreciate um some of Kevin's more recent movies, probably more than the average viewer that doesn't listen to his podcast. But Yoga Hosers I'll say I still liked it. I still enjoyed it. But I, I I'm forced Brian has a gun to my head right now um to pick a worse and that's what I'm gonna pick.
2: That's not a gun. <laughs> <laughs> And on that lovely note, um, I think we're out of time here. We kind of ran over a little bit. I really want to thank Mike, though, for uh, being here today and jumping in. It was a lot of fun uh, having you here.
0: Let's give
1: Mike a little plug, Ski. He he was uh, joined in today. It was a lot of fun at his where he he is the proprietor of a Shared Universe (laughs) podcast studio. He is uh, better known as whatever his character's name is from the Jay and Silent Bob reboot.
0: And uh, I, I guess it's just Mike Zapsik. Mike Zapsik from <laughs> As Jane, himself.
1: There you are. As himself and a Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And I'd like to thank him for joining in today. And does anybody have anything to say before we screw up the outro like we usually do? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for listening. I love it when a pod comes together.